This is the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Julia Feliciano. I'm a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur who's passion to help you find balance on your fitness journey so that you can stop falling off track on your weight loss goal stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry. You know, things like don't eat past 7 p.m., carbs are going to make you fat, and you must slave away on an elliptical to lose weight. In this podcast, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally have a sustainable relationship with fitness, so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off, so that you can stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled and stop saying no to social events because you're on a diet, so that you can finally see the beauty in your physical strength through lifting, so that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you really want to be. Now let's get into today's episode. What's up guys? Welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. How are you doing? I hope that you are doing well right now wherever you are and with whatever you're doing. If you are maybe working out, if you're hanging out at home, if you're doing the dishes, if you're cooking, whatever it is that you are doing and however it is that you are feeling, I hope that you are really doing amazing. Um, I will fill you in just briefly on, you know, how I'm doing before diving into this week's episode. And, you know, (laughs) your girl's been a bit of like an emotional roller coaster. Um, I got really anxious and um, stressed recently uh, over covid and a lot of the changes that are coming with this new normal that we are all experiencing had to remove myself from the news, right? I also had a really great opportunity recently to do some jujitsu, and I also actually had access to some weights, um, like in an actual gym setting. So I felt a bit more of normalcy with kind of resuming that activity. Um, the gym that I go to has opened on a very limited uh, basis. And as much as I thought, you know, when I hear that the gym is going to open, I'm going to run there, right? I'll be the first one there. I didn't really feel like I wanted that out of some fear still surrounding the cases of covid you know in new york and the current situation here and it really just makes you put things into perspective of what to prioritize sometimes for the best interest of yourself long term right so i had to have a conversation with my husband and i said i am willing to go back but not full force not in a way that you know we might have done so in the past and we had to have a really honest conversation about it with one another because the gym for him and jujitsu is a very very big outlet for him it's very important it's a huge long-term goal of his to pursue and we had to have that conversation of going back it but in a very, very smart way, taking extra precautions, 
socially distancing more from our family um, and really doing so in a way in understanding that this is still outside of us this is still outside of you know what we might want to do and we might have to take certain precautions but that's what we have to do and we are willing to do that and also accept this new normal and also not bash ourselves in the meantime right so wherever you are right now if your gyms are reopening and you're feeling some reluctancy i want you to know that that's okay right I want you to know that even if your gyms are still closed, that you are still able to really get in an effective workout at home. Just have to have a bit more diligency with it, right? Because it can be really hard to just go exercise in your backyard if that's something you don't really enjoy or you, you know, don't really want to do. I know for me, my vo- my motivation to work out at home has been a bit lower because I don't have as much of equipment and I just kind of go to the side of my house and I'm always thinking about how much I want to clean up this and clean up that and decorate, right? So wherever it is that you are feeling with your decision right now, I want you to know that it is okay. It does not mean that you're not going to be taking care of yourself. You just have to pivot in how you do so. And this week's episode of the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast uh, is a replay from my Facebook group, but this was a topic that I knew that my podcast listeners who may not have a Facebook need to hear. It is so good. It has so much good information um, in terms of teaching you some things that you may not know, and it's all about how my client actually ate more food and lost more weight, even while going on vacation, even while being a mom of two young boys. One is, I believe he's might be like seven or eight months old maybe now at this point. Um, also having some really high stress in her household because of work. And I'm just so super proud of this client because she has pivoted and adapted and really trusted the process and trusted me as her coach and now she is reaping the benefits of not only being 10 pounds down already right since may but also having a healthier relationship with food being able to enjoy food more now without the guilt or feeling like she can't eat fruit and restrict herself she doesn't even feel like she is dieting and that is the most amazing part about her story right now and all of this beautiful progress that she is so deserving of and that we are only really just getting started with so be sure to continue to listen on and if this is something that you're like wait a minute how is this possible right you're gonna want to keep listening but i also want you to know that she's not any more special than you right She's not any more special than anybody else out there, right? It's not voodoo. She worked hard. She was consistent. She has constantly shifted her mindset, even on the hard days. She has a very deep understanding of herself. And guys, to be honest, it's science. It's not voodoo. (laughs) And I'm just so excited for you guys to be able to listen to this. And this is something that was done obviously in my one-on-one coaching but 
you can also get these same results within my small group coaching program that has a wait list now available, right? So maybe you're not ready for one-on-one coaching and the in-depth that that coaching entails, right? Because a lot of different things are monitored and yes, it is a higher investment. So maybe you're not ready for those things, but you are feeling really ready and called to work with me and to take action and to end these struggles that you're having, right? The waitlist is now available for the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive Collective. The waitlist does not commit you to anything. It basically just shows that you are interested and that you really also want to receive some amazing bonuses by joining the waitlist, right? So when you join the waitlist, you receive $200 off enrollment and you also receive early access to me before the program even starts. Also that you can make even more progress and have even more support right now and not have to feel so alone or confused. The waitlist ends on July 18th at midnight Eastern Standard Time, so you have to sign up for this waitlist before that date or on that date in order to be able to secure those bonuses. And if you have any questions about the waitlist, I will leave it in the show notes below. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Julia with two underscores, Feliciano, that's where I hang out the most. And if you have any questions about this episode, let me know, share it with a friend who might need to hear this as well. And enjoy guys, I will see you inside the episode. What's up guys, happy Saturday. I hope your day is going well. Um, what are you up to this weekend? Are you doing anything fun? hope that you are right now I'm not feeling the hottest um I woke up with my monthly friend but it is what it is still showing up still got shit to do um but what I wanted to kind of come on here with you all today and talk about is a bit of a client case study um so this client um first gave me permission to be able to share this with you all that's something that When I work with clients and I do share their progress, I want to make sure that it's okay with them first. Um, And this is something that many people, I see it professionally, but many of you might not know that this can actually happen. And it does happen on a individual basis. So she is a one-on-one client of mine um, and she's been working with me since May. And I have my computer up just so I can reference everything. And if you are watching the replay of this, be sure to let me down below, jot down replay, say, hey, would love to know who uh, checked this out. Um, So this client has been working with me since May, and she came to me really ready to change her life, not just with her body, not just with her weight loss goal, But she ultimately wanted to change the life that she had to be a better mom, be a better wife, and be the best self that she could be. She struggled with um, really restrictive diets in the past and not really being super consistent with the workouts that she was doing. 
right? So she, there was a lot of weight loss, weight regain. Um, and I'm so proud of her because she has come such a far way, yes, with her body in this short amount of time, but also within her mindset. And the mindset on your weight loss goal is the number one most important thing that should be worked on every single day. It is something um, that is a huge component when you work with me and when I have work with clients. Um, and it's a huge foundation of the things that I talk about, as you guys know. So um, to give you a little backstory before I show you the results, um, this client during this time when she initially came to me we had to work on developing just overall healthier habits um, and when you work with me one-on-one -on -one, it's very in-depth I monitor literally everything that might impact your health um, and the reason why is because so many of these things will impact your rate of weight loss or your struggles with weight loss right um, and when I don't have an understanding of your overall health I can't fully help you or understand what it is that you might be struggling with. And that, in tune, might not give you the best progress possible, right? So at first, when she came to work with me, um, my one-on-one -on -one coaching is a three-month program. Um, that really, like the first month or so, we really had to work on developing overall healthier habits, right? Eating more vegetables, making sure she was eating enough protein, learning different protein sources. And every client is so different in what they need right off of the bat. So I'm not just the type of coach to just say, hey, here's your calories, here's your macros, go on, have a good day, right? I'm going to, of course, give you that so that we have something to base your weight loss, up, your weight loss off of. But I'm also going to make sure that everything else is really monitored. Um, if you have a hard time with tracking your calories or tracking your macros, you first want to make sure that your overall habits are in place first because that is super important, right? Drinking enough water, um, maybe reducing the amount of liquid calories that you are drinking that add up really fast, right? Or snacking a lot, things like that. So once we got through that transition, she also um, is the type of person to be very proactive is what I've noticed. Um, she really just fully engulfed into working with me and coaching and really put the work in off the bat, which is super important because I can give you all of these tools, um, but if you do not implement them and you do not do some type of work inside to implement the tools that I give you, right, you can't just expect results that way, right? So. Um, from the get-go, after we got through those habit builds, um, she started to learn how to track her food, and she was doing it really successfully, and she was very candid and open with me with what she might struggle with um, and certain questions that she had, right? So first, she learned new habits. Second, she learned how to track her food with my support, and we worked through that together. Um, and she started to see a lot of weight loss with the recommendations that I was giving her from a nutrition standpoint and also by following the workout program that I have developed for her, right? And she's on her second program right now. So after we kind of got through that, she was also super stressed out during this time, right? Because of um, work stuff in her household. Third, um, she ended up going on a vacation afterwards, right? Which is so great because um, she was able to relax a little bit after all of that very high stress period with, uh, within her household, 
right? And the best part about this is when she went on that vacation, right, she enjoyed herself, right? And normally, when we go on vacation, what typically happens? It turns into a free-for-all where we eat everything in sight. Or it's like, oh, whatever, I don't care. And then the next thing we know, because we ate, I don't know, like junk throughout the morning and, and our routine is off, three o'clock comes on our vacation and we're left feeling like we have to take a nap and we feel really crummy, right? So she was able to go on that vacation and enjoy herself. And I just want to cross-check the dates with that. It was the week of June 22nd. Um, and when she returned from that vacation, the scale was actually down, which is crazy, right? Because you think when you go on vacation that you were going to gain all of this weight, right? And most of the time, sure, it might be water weight, but that didn't even happen for her, right? Um, and it's because she went into her trip mindful of what she was eating, still enjoying yummy food with her family, right? And getting rid of that I just have to blow it right now mentality, F it all or nothing mentality with what you were eating when you are on vacation, right? So then, this is where it gets interesting. I started to notice that, and actually first let me backtrack, when clients are new to tracking their macros and tracking their calories and getting a specific calorie recommendation, often they don't have an understanding of why that number is going to be beneficial for them to eat, right? So say, for instance, this uh, client's deficit was, I'm just going to use an example, uh, 1,800 calories or whatever, right? Um, when people are new to tracking at first, that might be hard for them to adhere to and actually eat. Right, because of years of overeating and then undereating, and overeating and then undereating, and not having an idea of how to make actual, you know, meals for yourself in a balanced way. Right. So what started to happen was I took all of the information that I gather through my one-on-one -on -one check ins with her. Um, I'm able to actually follow her on an app called My Macros, and I took all of that information and was able to see that she was not really eating the calorie amount that I recommended, right? And she didn't do it to like be sneaky or because she didn't believe me or trust me or anything like that. It was just that it was a bit of a struggle, right? Because of everything that was going on, not only personally in her life, right? But also with just developing overall healthy habits. And when I noticed this, I said, you are losing weight at a great rate. It's slow, it's sustainable, you don't feel like you're dieting, but I wanna point something out to you. And I pointed it out that she was losing weight on a kinda low amount of calories for her activity level, for her age, for where she is within her um, dieting cycle and workout cycle. And I said, we have to increase your calories in a slow, controlled way. So what's interesting is within that week, the scale continued to go down. And you would think she's eating more calories. Isn't she going to be gaining weight, right? And that is not always the case. Because yes, she lost weight on a lower amount of calories, which is great, which is amazing. But if I would have just kind of kept that going, if I hadn't noticed that and been like, oh crap, we got we to gotta fix this, right? Um, we would have possibly done 
her body more harm than good. Because the purpose of dieting and the purpose of cutting your calories is trying to do so on the highest amount of calories possible. So that it is actually sustainable for you, right? And so often, how many times have you tried to follow a 1,200 calorie diet, 1,300 calories, maybe 15, maybe 16, whatever, or an elimination diet, and you start having crazy cravings and then you're not losing weight, right? So that always just goes to show that it's not always about eating very little calories. And if I hadn't been monitoring that for her um, and us going back and forth with one another and really just monitoring everything that was going on, right, she possibly could have stopped losing weight, right, on that amount of calories. And now you could be like, well, can't she just cut more calories? And that's where it gets tricky. It's because your body is smart. Your body will adapt to the low amount of calories that you were eating in order to keep you safe, right? And more often than not, you do not want to just slash calories, right? Because then you're going to impact your hormones. You're going to impact your sleep. You're going to impact your workouts. And worst of all as well, you're going to start having crazy cravings that might lead you to binge, right? So we increased her calories and she is still losing weight and you know she has put the work in she's put her trust into me as her coach and the results are showing right and I wanted to share this case study with you so that you can always remember that it's not always just about cutting out the carbs cutting down your calories our bodies need food even when we are losing weight even when we go on vacation, even when things aren't super perfect in our everyday life because of COVID and work and everything, right? You still need food. And that's why it is so important to have an understanding of how many calories per day your body really, really needs. And a little, little fun fact here. What my fitness pal is telling you is most likely false because it doesn't take into account your dieting history. And it doesn't take into account your preferences. It doesn't take it into account you, right? And that's why my one-on-one -on -one coaching is as hands-on as it is. And I'm going to show this to you guys. Let's see. How do I do it? Okay. So here is her uh, progress tracker sheet. When she started with me, my computer's kind of like lagging. Um was here right and around the middle of may and you could see these just really downward trends of her measurements and it's slow and it's steady and that is the best part of it because the more slow and steady all of these things are the more likely you are going to be able to keep up with it right so you can see her body measurements changing and then here is where you can see her downward weight trend. This is where she started, right? This was when she went on vacation, right? You can see she actually consisted, her weight was actually consistent throughout those times. Actually, I believe the vacation, yeah, was that weekend going into here. And her weight, stayed very very consistent right afterwards as she got back into her normal habits and then after that weekend passed look at the downward trend there and then this is her most recent weigh-in that I have from her
So absolutely beautiful progress that I am just so proud of her thus far. And you can have that same result, guys. She's not any different than you. It's not magic, it's not voodoo, it's science, to be honest. Um, and it makes me really happy as a coach. Um, and you might say, well, why was she weighing herself every day, right? Many people do not know that when you are only weighing yourself once a week, you are possibly missing out on a low on the scale when you do that. So, for instance, right now, I'm not actively trying to lose weight, but if I was, I could step on the scale and it's going to be higher, right, because of my period and because of I don't really know what I'm averaging my weight at right now, right? So when you have daily weigh-ins, you're going to be able to take the average from that and actually understand what you weigh, right, at the end of that week, and that is your weekly average, right? So it's very important when you are on your weight loss goal to weigh yourself every day so that you can understand how the scale will fluctuate. So many women are very scared of the scale. Um, it's their worst enemy. And I trust me, I know how that feels because say we had a week where we were eating super clean, we were eating really well, we got all of our workouts in and we are, we're feeling really amazing. And then that Saturday or Sunday comes, or, comes around or Friday and we step on the scale and it's up and we're like, what the hell did I do wrong? And we feel like crap about ourselves. And then we're left feeling like we have to go do more cardio or cut more carbs or say no to pizza or say no to date night with hubby, right? And in reality, when you go through that cycle over and over again, that's what really keeps you back. So I really work closely with my clients so that they have a healthy relationship with the scale and so that they don't fear it and that they know that it is a tool on their overall weight loss goal but it's not the most important tool it's really an educational tool when you let it and when you utilize it the right way right so i'm so excited to share all of that with you guys the progress tracker sheet that you see here will also be inside of my small group coaching program uh, my small group coaching program is going to differ than one-on-one -on -one coaching obviously um, because I will still be holding you accountable. I will still be giving you so much support, so much education, um, and you will have my eyes on your weight loss journey and with your workouts, um, but it's very different in the sense that it is not as super, super intense with me monitoring um, like everything that goes on in your weight loss journey. Um, and that's because it's a small group coaching program. So it might be the program for you if you're not really ready for all of this yet, but you really do want to start making the progress on your weight loss goal that you feel like you're working so hard on, but you're not getting the physical results from. You're feeling really lost with what to do in the gym. You want to learn the foundations of an effective lifting program. You want to learn sustainable nutritional strategies so that you can get results like this, so that you can still enjoy food, so that you can still lose weight and eat a slice of pizza, right? And overall, so you can just be a happier, healthier, more confident version of you. So that's kind of where the differ, uh, that's kind of where one-on-one -on -one coaching and my small group coaching program will differ a bit. Um, so if you have any questions on anything that I talked about, I know I talked about a lot, please feel free to leave a comment down below or send me a message. I am here for you guys. 
and I really hope that you are enjoying your weekend and I will talk to you later. So much for tuning into today's podcast episode of the Lift Nourish and Drive podcast. It would mean so much for me for you to leave the podcast a five star review on iTunes. Share a review. Let me know what your biggest takeaways from today's episode are. Share with me what it is that you have learned from tuning into the podcast weekly on Wednesdays when new episodes are released. When you leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes, it allows for the podcast to be seen. And when the podcast is seen, we are able to help even more women out there understand what Lift, Nourish, and Thrive is all about. And we are able to continue to further change the lives of so many women out there. So thank you so much for tuning into the episodes, and I will see you guys next week.